Honey, where are you going? Where are you going? <sighs> again? Just where are you going? Where are you going? You're not going to the bar again, are you? You like hanging out, drinking beer at the bar, talking sports? Come on out and join us weekly. Guys at the Bar Talking Sports, your podcast for just that. Hanging out, drinking some beer, talking sports. Are you really doing season four of that stupid podcast? Y'all know the name of the show. It's Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. And what do guys do when they talk sports at the bar? They drink beer. So if you want to buy us a beer, you can Venmo us. The Venmo is at Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. Thank you for joining another episode of Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. This is the sports talk show where we just get together with a microphone between us, drinking some beer, whiskey, and... Secret Seven or something out in water, yeah. Secret Seven, uh, I haven't heard that since like 1994. Yeah. <laughs> so I got me some Seagram's gin. So so here we are. Here we are at MJ's Bar in Columbia, right. South Carolina. Thank you all for joining us. Stay tuned as we discuss week 12 college football. Big games this weekend going. We got, what is that? Uh, lots of good games this weekend, so we're going to be talking about all of those. you got Utah, Arizona, Georgia, Tennessee, Michigan, Maryland, Louisville, Miami, and Washington versus Oregon State. There might be a few upsets in that mix. You never know. Oh, there's an upset and, you ain't got listed on oh, here. We go. We'll talk about well, it. Then we'll, <laughs> here we are. Then we'll talk about it. That's right. So uh, feel free to share the show with your friends. Subscribe. Give us a positive review on your favorite podcast app. Share the show with your friends. That's the biggest point. And then uh, join our Facebook group. You can do that by checking out Facebook. Just type in Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. You'll see it. Join. It's fun. Um, and then if you'd like to support our liquor drinking habits, yes. you can go ahead and send us some money. And that can be done through Venmo, at Guys at the Bar Talking Sports. We love it when people buy us rounds of drinks. I like drinks. And we I like drinks. Lie. All right. I like it a lot. Like Sipping on drink. gin and juice, I like right? drinks. So, let's do some introductions here. We got, to my right, my man Chopper. What are you drinking, Chopper? Uh, Guinness tonight. Ooh, that's God's Nectar. We got the Rooster. The Rooster's drinking some Secret (laughs) 7. Also known as bourbon and ginger ale, but that's fine. You know, if you want to get Secret 7, we'll lay back. A rare occasion, we got my man, Ripper the Predictor. Rare occasion. The fisherman extraordinaire going to the Nationals. Did you kiss those bass? I see where your focus is at on fishing, not on the show, which is fine. Which is fine. I I, I just want you guys to be able to talk about me next November when I'm winning the National Championship. What are you drinking? Just don't forget about us little guys. (laughs) (laughs) I'm drinking Legal legal Remedy White Mocha Stout. All right, we got my man, the Chief. Chief. How you doing today? I'm doing great. Got you some seltzer water? I do. Oh, I see the bubbles in there and everything. With, with a lemon. With Zima. a lemon, nice. Is that little, Zima? little Zima? Yeah, no, it's club soda. Here we go. With a lime. Rev. With a lime. We got the rebel over there, always drinking some makers and diet. Yes. Oh, ah, 100%. I guessed it right. I'm this sickly time. otherwise. How's life doing over there, man? Hey, man. I'm sitting here drinking booze with you on a Tuesday night. It can't be too terrible. That's not too bad at all. <laughs> so. Ripper, I don't know if you know this, but every week since you're new here, every week I've been busy. We go through some words of the day, right? Yeah. And that's to let us talk about last week's games because we usually used to we used to only look forward, but now we look back a little bit because there's always good stuff to talk about. But the week week passed, right? So there was one game that probably had you saying "damn" last week, or it might have been a player. My, mine, for example, had me saying "damn" was Jaden Daniels and 700 yards against the Florida Gators. The entire time, I'm like, "damn." So what game had you say it, or player? Or all, all right, so th- this one is a little different. I'm going to go off script here. Um, I lost the state championship by less than a pound and a half. On the first day of the tournament, I broke off a four-pounder. If I would have got that in the boat, I would have won the state championship. It's okay. I got bridesmaid. I'm still going to nationals. But losing that fish made me say, damn. That would, that would suck. I got you. So... Um, Chief, Chief, <laughs> Chief, you always got some good notes there. So, so tell me what's in your notes on what's made you say damn last Well, week. so Saturday night late, UNC beat Duke. They were down. It was UN- double overtime, right? UNC was down by three with 40 seconds left in the game. 
Actually, they were up by four. Duke scored a touchdown with 40 seconds left. UNC comes back in 40 seconds, scores a field goal, pushes it to overtime. They win in double overtime by two. Nice. By two? By two. two. With a safety? No, you had to go for two. Two two two-point conversion. conversion. Oh, okay. Got got you. Okay. Got you. Rebel. He kind of had mine, but I had a backup. Man, I look. I like when you get backups. Look, what is it about these Back quarterbacks? What is what is about these quarterbacks after a bad game crying in press conferences, crying to my Mac Jones sitting there quivered? <laughs> but he couldn't even control his bottom lip. He got pulled out of the game, right? He got pulled out of the game. Second told, time this season. Dude, but I'm saying this dude is, is a grown man. He's at work. He gets pulled. And I'm like, he can't even talk because his lips quiver to me. I'm like, man, cry, man. Get your shit together. Right? Sorry, it's a family show. Get your shit together. <laughs> <laughs> Rooster, you got one. Look, I know we got a large uh, supporter of this particular team that they're not going to like, but Cody Schrader just opened up a can of whoop ASS Missouri <laughs> against Tennessee. I mean, just a thump into 36 to 7. Let's look at the stats. Cody Schrader, 35 carries, 205 yards for a touchdown, another five receptions for 116 yards. Hey, Tennessee, put a guy on him. Damn. Yeah, and that was actually on my unexpected yeah. as well. That was because my damn. I did not expect I it was unexpected to me that Tennessee would lose so bad to Mizzou. I thought it would at least be a tight game. I figured Tennessee would come on top. Mizzou is I don't know if they're the real deal, but they had a really good game. Yeah, I mean Tennessee should bounce back this week. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey. Yeah. What else was unexpected? That was he's Rooster stole mine. I was going to go with Missouri. The way Eli Drinkwitz has that team playing, yep. I mean, they're two. silently sneaking up on people. Eight and two right now. You know, uh, beat the socks off of Tennessee. Um, yeah, damn. Mizzou. Damn. Totally. Anything unexpected happened last week, Rebel? You score 51 points and win a game and get fired. Why then? I mean, Jimbo Fisher smacks Mississippi State. Wins, but Mississippi State is. It don't matter. You don't get fired after a win. Like so, who do they play this week? Uh, I don't have it front. Yeah, that may be the only Alabama. the only time anyone's ever gotten fired after after winning a game cool. for sure. Yeah, yeah I, mean, I think they wanted to fire him before he had a a signature win no. this year potentially. So then it would be more difficult yeah. to let him go. That's, I agree with that. That was not. Most unheard of thing. That was my that was my unexpected was was the timing around the firing around Jimbo Fisher, right? So we all expected it to happen, but the timing now here's the thing. If they have a plan in place, then okay, I can maybe buy it. If they don't have a plan in place, I don't know know about that timing. And we're going to talk more about that. I don't know about that timing. Yeah, we're going to talk more about that. Does that timing have to do with a man that wears a lot of gold, has got a lot of yap and a lot of arrogance for his number one one recruit to decommit from Colorado? I don't know if they can afford that, though. He's not (laughs) going... They can afford it. He's not going to Texas A&M after all. They're paying seventy-six point eight million dollars. I will tell you that Texas A&M alumni are super strong. We got a lot of talking at the same time, guys. That's how we do it here. Our our list. Well, yeah, when you're here, (laughs) I got one. I got one more unexpected. I got one too. All right, Oklahoma State had won five in a row. They go down to UCF, play in Florida. They lose. 45-3. 45-3. to three. They turned the ball over five times. I may have had some money on Oklahoma State, so it was near and dear to my heart. <laughs> the bounce house was going crazy. Just <laughs> unbelievable. So if you look at uh, UCF, they're so up and down. They go into uh, uh, play against the Sooners, play them down the wire. They go into West Virginia, get crushed by West Virginia, who isn't really playing anything. And then... Uh, uh, a five-game winning streak, Oklahoma State, red hot, including beating the Sooners, goes into UCF, goes into Central Florida, and loses 45-3. to yeah, three. Just Unexpected. got crushed. Unexpected. They just got crushed. Got Almost cheap. suspicious cheap. Las Vegas. So, it was to me, it was unexpected. Michigan won so soundly against Penn State, but what was really unexpected um, was J.J. Uh, um, McCarthy not throwing a pass the last 36 and a half minutes of the football game. So 19 straight runs. 
Oh yeah, it's it was. Let's run the ball. Let's run the ball. Let's run the ball. Let's run the ball. All they did was run the ball. Blake Corum had a freaking phenomenal game. You said that's how it was going to play. You said that? Yeah, he did. It's going to run it down her damn throat. Just run it down her throat. I mean, but also you look at James Franklin again. Second best running defense. I guess James Franklin again showing that he is not going to be a coach that's going to bring them past the 93-10-2 mark. At one point, it was fourth down, four and a half minutes left in the game. They're on their own 35-yard line, and he goes for it. They have all three timeouts. At that point, it was still a seven-point game. It was a one-score game. Can't figure out what James Franklin is doing in the big games. Yeah, those boys over there, he needs to be drilling it down their head the first eight games of the season. We're going to beat these guys. We're going to beat Penn State. Or, excuse me, we're going to beat Ohio State. We're going to beat Michigan. Like, that is what we're here to do this year. Because you're going to win every other game, pretty much. All right, Rep, or, um, Ripper, go. Unexpected. The Cleveland Browns. I know we're kind of a college football show here, but hey, let's give a little love to the NFL. The Browns were down 14 and nothing in like the first eight seconds against Baltimore uh-huh. in the fourth quarter. Still down 14 points. <clears throat> Somehow managed to come back and despite missing an extra point late in the fourth quarter, get the ball back, go down, hit the game-winning field goal, and beat, at the time, the number one ranked team in the NFL, the Baltimore Ravens. Cleveland Browns are now 6-3. and three. Nice. That's okay. If you're a Ravens fan, you're sick to your stomach. However, does this go for the scripts? <laughs> oh yeah, of the of the, can, at the can, emblem last year being purple and black. No, I'm, I'm just saying the script of the Kansas City oh. Chiefs. Who 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 are their competition? Oh, the Ravens. Oh, the Bengals. Both lost to inferior teams. Kind of suspicious, don't you think? <laughs> Uh-huh. Are you a conspiracy theorist? I'm just saying. I, suspicious this, is in on our list. This, suspicious <laughs> is not. Browns also beast beat mode. The Niners. Hey, what was they, going on last weekend that was kind of like a beast mode moment for you? Besides Kenneth Grant, all 340 pounds of that man chasing down Katrin Allen in that Michigan versus Penn State game. My man posted about that yeah. earlier today, and I actually that when dude I was, was rolling. When that I, dude yeah, was rolling. When I was watching the game. I How literally. I literally backed it up. Physically. I backed it up 20 seconds so I could rewatch that again because that was just insane how fast that dude was. Yeah. Let's just talk about the entire Michigan team being in beast mode right now and will be in beast mode for the rest of the season. They're right? good. They have something to prove. You got their backs against the wall right now. They don't have a head those coach. Players, those players didn't do anything. They're like, why is everybody cheat, think we're this, that, blah, blah, blah. We're going to go out there and prove how good we are. That's a big ass chip the best on the thing shoulder. that ever happened to Michigan. Yeah. They're insane. Yeah. They're really, they're a good yeah. team for sure. But we do have the Ohio State game coming up I next know, week. that's going to be a good game. That's going to be a very fun yeah. game to watch. I hope anyone else got a beast mode for me. Go ahead. Ripper, go. All right, I'm sticking in the NFL. Um... I think early on in the year, and the narrative for several years is that Ohio State does not produce NFL talent quarterbacks. C.J. Stroud has been beast mode the entire year, led his team to a second consecutive game-winning drive, threw for over 300 yards. He's got 14 (laughs) touchdowns to two interceptions. He's a legitimate MVP candidate as a rookie. I'm not saying he's the top, but he's in the top five in MVP candidates. I'm not sure who's beating right Beast mode. Rebel, why are you shaking your head no? It's early in the season. We're halfway through. There's a lot of football to be played yet. Uh, Like my man over here says, there's a lot of football left to be played, right? Uh, Anything can happen this season. Beast mode, all I got to say is Georgia stepped on Ole Miss. I don't think Ole Miss is anything but flat now. I don't think Ole Miss knew what the hell happened to them. Honestly, after that game was over with, they're like, did we even prepare for this team that we just played? Because it doesn't look like it. But Lane Kiffin always looks like my uncle on the day after Thanksgiving on the sidelines. He was perplexed, confused. He had no idea. After the first scripted three minutes of that game, Ole Miss never had a chance. Yeah, when it was 14-14 at halftime, right? I don't think it was quite halftime. It was right before halftime. I was like, okay, this is going to be a good game. And then it just... Nothing happened after that. What did they score? One more touchdown after that? And Georgia field scored goal. like four? Yeah, field goal. Field yeah, they, goal. That was it. That was it, yeah. 52 to 17. Yeah. Last week, did anyone have a told you so moment? Because I did not. Yeah. 
I think somebody just was like, oh, Miss goes in and gets it. I said, they will lose by two scores Man. at least. I told you. So. Did I say they were I, He did. He said they were going to go in and win Tough. that ball game. Tennessee is going to do that this week. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay. So, he is stuck on the idea that Georgia's going to be a three-loss team. totally – No SEC school in the final loss. four. Chopper, Chopper's hey. convinced Georgia's going to be a two-loss two team this year. Yeah. He, he's convinced. Team. And every now, single now, week, he's been calling a loss. Now it's got to be Tennessee and Alabama. <laughs> How many, After that, it's got to be Georgia Tech and Alabama. They're going to lose to Alabama. How, how many Alabama. losses does Auburn have? Let's move on. Let's move yeah. on. It doesn't um, matter. A stop clock is right twice a, twice a day. Yeah. So if you keep saying Georgia's going to lose, if it's not this year, it'll be next year or the year after. They're going to lose eventually. I wasn't here last week, but if I was here last week and Cheeks was here last week, which I don't think she was. She was. She was. I would have said, I told you so, because Washington rolled over USC just like they should have. Again, Caleb Williams proves time and time again that he's going to be a mediocre quarterback. He's going to go in the first round, and it's going to be another disappointing first round quarterback. I don't know if he goes in the first round anymore. I mean, and they, they rolled so, over Utah last week, and that was uh, – I mean, a lot of people are saying Utah's going to be competitive. I'm sorry. It was, uh, it was Oregon that uh, rolled over USC. So, if you remember the beginning of the season, I said USC is at best an 8-4 and four, uh, season. That's about what told you so. Hey, did you put money on that? So, so. I wish I did. So That's my pretty man, If I had, they'd be 1-7. Uh, and seven. <laughs> My man, Bodacious, a super slinger. Still putting up great numbers. that wasn't your beast mode moment. 400 yards. Still putting up – Heisman numbers. <laughs> nice. And, uh, you know, could win it at the end. Barroom Brawl. Next. Barroom Brawl. Miami versus FSU. That's the one, but there's got to be more. Any other Barroom Brawls out there? Washington, Utah. The one touchdown difference. Yeah, it was a fun game to watch. I watched that one late night, I think, is when it was. But I, I think if we look at this week, I think we're uh, underestimating uh, the Washington Oregon State game. Uh, DJ Alphabet coming into play against. Uh, oh, no, they're going. No, there. they're going there. Oh, okay, they're it's going to Oregon State. Yeah, I mean, it's in Beaver it, it, Stadium. Yeah. I mean, you're, that's you're my upset about, of the week. I mean, I, I think it's a tough place to play. So we're yeah. I don't think it's a tough place to play. There might be forty-five thousand people in that stadium. I'm just saying, how many times have you gotten into a fight with the Beaver? How many times I've watched a great Oregon team at the last game of the year go into Corvallis and get their ass stomped? So that, that is possible. true. That is true because that, that's usually a convincing game. That, that's usually like in the game. past when, when Oregon has been really good, they'll go there and lose to a mediocre uh, Oregon State team. This year, Oregon State's not that bad. So. You should always fear the Beavers. <laughs> Absolutely. The Beavers. All right, so. How about uh, Barroom Brawl, Texas squeaking by TCU? Yeah, that shouldn't have been that way, but TCU is a very mediocre team this year. Not the team that they well, were to last your year, point, obviously. saying how Texas will be in with one loss, and they are not going to be doing that because of that, because they keep on barely winning. Correct. Yep. Yeah, but you also look teams. at. I, I think if you if you get to the end of the season, your your uh, record's gonna it's gonna stand the, uh, the test of time. I think the Big Twelve is competitive enough where a one loss team does get in if they win the Big Twelve championship, which I think they will with the way the Sooners are playing. How does this work out though? If so, Texas. <laughs> Wins out. Let's say let's say Texas and Oklahoma. Georgia loses Alabama in the SEC championship. Now they're both got one loss. Yeah, and, and Texas they, beat yes. Alabama in the beginning of the season. Yeah, right now they're ranked ahead of them. That puts Georgia in. That that puts not if they lose Texas to the balls. But that does that put Texas in. No, no. Keep, no. keep. Yep. I don't think so. <laughs> it's, it's, I mean, Texas is ranked above and Alabama Tennessee right now. can't play that bad. And again, this is why going to 12 teams is going to be so beautiful. Uh, but it's, uh, <laughs> it's going to be it's good. Legitimately, uh, you know, unexpected, you know, I think after week one, nobody would have sat here and said uh, Alabama was going to be a one-loss team, and we were talking about them yeah. playing in, in, in the uh, national championship. Because we true. all thought <laughs> that wasn't going to happen. That yeah, was my unexpected. Unexpected for yeah. sure, so. His his friend over here is an Alabama fan. Yeah, BP. And all we do is hey, C one thirty. Come on. All we're gonna do is talk crap about Alabama. When you have a friend that uh, is an Alabama fan, Alabama you gotta here. use air quotes. You're not allowed. Yeah, he's probably not really an Alabama fan to be honest with you. All right. So, question to you, good sir. Alabama, are they making the playoffs? You gotta tonight? speak up loud. Yes, they are. They are making the playoffs. Why? They're gonna beat Georgia in the SEC championship game. I think so. Yeah. yeah. So two one-loss teams. People are sleeping on Alabama. No, not two SEC teams yet. 
So you tell me, Georgia runs the table and loses a close nail biter to Alabama in the SEC championship. They hold them out, the two time defending champions. That's right, they do. Because Florida State's in. Florida State's going to yeah. be undefeated yeah. at the end of the season. Undefeated. Washington's uh, most likely going to be as well. In the Pac 10. Yeah. Washington. It'll be between oh. Oregon and Georgia. That'd be so gross. It'll be, yeah. it'll be between Choppers, Bo Nicks. <laughs> <laughs> Washington still hasn't been beaten yet and has the tiebreaker against Oregon. So we've yeah. got to see what happens there. We allow anyone on the show, by the way, <laughs> right. apparently. Right. You know, anyone that wants to come on the show, we're, we invite them on. Uh, so I don't think we'll see two teams from the, uh, from the uh, SEC this year. Tell and whoever me. wins the SEC championship is in, whether that's Alabama or Georgia. Yeah. I just so, don't know how you can take a team that's two-time defending national champion if they lose their last game of the season. And also with the 124th easiest uh, schedule in NCAA football. So I, I, I think you look at it, I think strength Alabama's played better. a better strength of schedule and has the latest win, and that matters. And they're all, all about looking at this year. What, what have they, they done this year? They're going to pay attention to this year. Yeah. They're going to pay attention to the most if recent you think games you over. You're going to keep your two time defending national champion out of the playoffs with one loss in a, in a conference championship game. You're out of your freaking They're going to lose to Tennessee this weekend. They are. Yeah, I'm, and they're losing to Georgia I'm Tech. It right the, now. They're losing to Georgia Tech the week after, yes. too. So, I, mean. I just take his <laughs> predictions and bet against them. It'll be great if, they, if, it'll be great if Georgia just goes the, in and loses uh, two games in a row and then beats Alabama in the SEC championship because then we'll just have chaos. That's much <laughs> like his old Miss prediction last year. <laughs> oh, somebody's, somebody's been listening. <laughs> All right, we got to move on. All right, so thank you for the thank you for the mo- moving on. Trying to help Alabama out, man. All right, so what's the most surprising development that's happened this season in y'all's opinion? I got I got Ripper go on that. The most surprising. Okay. Oh yeah, I'll, I'll tell you. I'll, I'll tell you. What's the most surprising development this season? Um. I thought Ohio State was going to be an eight and four team. You did, honestly. Yeah. Um, Why? We had who are they going to play against? I'm shocked that Ripper's talking about Ohio State. Here we go. Well, somebody's got to. Damn it. (laughs) We can't talk about Syracuse every. Yeah, I'm sorry. We can't. SEC had a win last week and is one game away from being below. (laughs) We can't talk about Ohio State. Offensively, for the last five years, ten years, you know, we've been top ten statistically. There's that word again. We have struggled on numerous occasions this year, and the reason we are undefeated is because of our defense. Now, Jim Knowles has done a great job, but Kyle McCord has slowly started to come along. Um, unfortunately, I believe that ends probably in a couple of weeks. Uh-huh. But so far, I did not. I thought we would be probably eight and two instead of ten and nine. Okay, I'm surprised. Rebel, what's a surprising development? This season, I think this year in collegiate football, you've seen more parity than you have seen in a really, really long time. Why is that when it's the last season of the top four being uh, in the playoffs? That's, that's a whole show into itself, I think. NILs and stuff, all this kind of stuff. Transfer portal. Portal, COVID kids hanging around till they're 85 years old, still Bone throwing, eggs. you know, 5,000 yards in the season. Audacious. Yeah, so, I mean, I, I think I just, there's no, like I said, Georgia. It's looked really good, but to Rooster's point, they're scheduled, you can question. But there's just nobody. Like, last couple of years, Georgia was just head and shoulders. Head and shoulders right. above, yeah. This year, I still think they're above the chin, but any, they could be beat. And I just don't – I mean, you can see anybody going into this year, I feel like whoever makes the Final Four, regardless of who that is, you can argue, has a legitimate shot of running the table just based off what we've seen this year. This is the first year, in my opinion, where the – I don't think everything's going to work itself out at the end, right? Where there's going to be a lot of questions. Like last season, or two seasons ago, I think Texas A&M was ranked fifth. And people were like pissed that they weren't in, or something like that. Um, and then last season, I'd, I'd you never knew that, pissed that Texas A&M wasn't in. Last season, number four or number five was Alabama, yeah. and yeah. they were trying to make the case that they should be in there, but they were a two-loss team. Yeah. So there was no reason why they should have been in over TCU the year before. He like, heard his code. but. That being said, this year, I don't know it's going to work itself out by the end of the season, so that's kind of odd to me as well. Yeah. The SEC is just less dominant for the first time in a long time, and I, I think it's because of NIL and, and because of the transfer portal. All of a sudden, you got fans, boosters, who are able to help uh, 
help improve their teams. Do you think there's a possibility as well that recruiters have been working on this whole theory that, hey, you know, our team's going to the SEC or the Big the Big Ten, and then also, um, hey, by the way, in two years it's going to be a top 12 team, so all of us can have a chance, whereas it used to be you go to Georgia because you want to play for a national championship. It, it, you want to go to Alabama because you want to play for a national not championship. Not during the Mark Rick years. <laughs> This is the last there, there's, this last two years, though. They've been able to recruit on that. I, I think there's a, may, may, may have a different theory on it, and that is that when you look at some of these kids that want to play immediately, you, if you're going to go to Georgia, you're probably not going to play for your first two years unless you're absolutely outstanding. If you go, And I think Clemson is seeing some of this. They saw a lot of NIL leave Clemson because they were stout in 2017 and 2020. Yeah. But then they lost a lot, and we're seeing some results of that. So I think that some of it is um, kids that want to play, uh, it, it's diluting the pool a little bit because they're not going to go to some of these powerhouses because they want to be – uh, on the field right away, and these powerhouses, you're not going to be on the field right away. Yeah, that's uh, true. The, the counter-argument of that is Manning. He's down there making five, six million dollars a year, and he ain't going to see a but snap that, that, this year. That, that's right. the exception rather than the rule. Yeah, but I'm saying he, he's a top, top tier talent. He's going to care. They're 18-year-old no. kid. Yeah, you're not going to play, but we're going to put three million dollars in your bank account. Yeah, okay, but where do I sign? But he still wants to play. I oh no, he wants to play, he's but he's willing to wait his time because he's getting insurance yeah. put in the bank every every week. You know, you know the team that nobody's talking about anymore, Colorado. <laughs> I had them on my list of the most surprising developments. They have that Colorado a, sucks how were they surprised? They have a six percent chance of making a bowl game. Making six a bowl six. game. No, they're not going to make a bowl right? game. They're going to lose but this I, weekend. I, I, I think even getting to, to the point of what's unexpected. The Pac-12 being a powerhouse again yeah, is very, a, very unexpected. Yeah. I didn't. Be there next year. I, yeah, and they weren't, and they're not even going to be there next year. But I, I think in the beginning of the season, Washington might have been number twenty-three or twenty-four in the country. Uh, USC was ranked number four, three or four. Uh, I think Oregon was in the top ten. You yep. know, and, and it's a fluky season. You're not going to see seasons like that consistent out of a conference like that. Well, they're fluky not going to be a conference anymore. Anyway. So I just wonder but a little bit. Even if they did, you the wouldn't see that. If, if the Pac-12 had been like this consistently over the last 10 years, would they be being uh, dissolved next year? I don't know. Yeah, who knows? If they had played like this two years ago, probably not. Probably not. Because well, they would have been able to that's get more TV. They're not going to be consistent. It's a fluky season. SEC championship is <laughs> Alabama versus Georgia. Both teams will be traveling well, or both of the fans base will be traveling to that game. It's gonna be—it's not gonna be a home game for Georgia. It's gonna be pretty much divided, just like a off. Nah. So, so unless they have changed how they did the SEC championship, uh-huh. the first SEC championship game was who? Florida and Alabama. Those folks bought those tickets. Unless they've changed the way they do it, those folks get first rights to buy those tickets every year. So the Alabama fans are going to have the first they have they, they, they get all right to buy the tickets to that game every year, wow. and then Florida fans do. And so then it's whether Florida buys it and then scalps them or Florida declines them. But they get first right of refusal because as long as you keep your tickets every year, you get the first opportunity the next year. So, so how much Georgia gets into that game is going to be one: how much are they willing to pay, and how much how many Florida fans are willing to sell it to them. I mean, tickets at, at, the, at the nosebleeds right now are like two fifty, three hundred a piece. Yeah. And if you go the ACC championship, it's like seventy five bucks a piece, right? <laughs> exactly. So a big difference. A lot more fans will be wanting to go to this game. Uh, the demand is there, obviously. If the prices are high, <laughs> six fifteen um, to be in the nosebleeds. Holy crap, How much? Wow. For the SEC championship. I think, I think I can find ACC championship tickets for less than 75 Yeah, you <laughs> That day you might find it for 20 bucks. <laughs> you, you probably could. So what is this game going to play out like? Though? What do you all think, think from this point forward? Like um, Alabama, are they going to win this game? Georgia is going to win this game? Is this going to be a close game or what? It, I, I, think, I think it's a, a question mark. I think this is probably uh, the first time – well, not the first time. This is a 50-50 toss-up game 100%. You look at how Alabama's playing. They've developed their quarterback to the point where he's playing very, very well. Alabama defense is Alabama defense. Georgia defense, still an amazing defensive set. Uh, I think the question mark is really comes down to the quarterback for Georgia being uh, first year in roll. And if I'm going to judge it by looks alone, he's the goofiest guy I've ever seen in my life. But But he's a good (laughs) quarterback. But he... He's a good quarterback. He's not a great quarterback. I think he does manage the game. I think they have Brock Bowers back. 
Uh, I don't think they have the powerhouse running game to have balance. I think they're going to have to put the ball in his hands to rely on him, and I think that might be the difference of the game, and I think that favors Alabama. Alabama has a defense to prove it. Um, I think that it would definitely come down to a defense again because both offenses are a little bit skeptic, right? Um, I, I think if, if Texas played Alabama tomorrow, Alabama beats them by two touchdowns. I yeah. think this is going to be as much of a game because those two teams are as evenly matched as they've been in years. It, this will legitimately be who outcoaches who. Yeah. Who's going to scheme the other team better? And I don't know if you, yeah, that's a toss up. And there you know too. what? I'm and, going with Nick Saban. And, and look, it, it, we say don't bet against Saban. Don't bet against don't Saban. Against Saban. <laughs> Even though Kirby has come out on the better side yeah. of this. Can you bet against Milrow though? Yeah. So yeah. another. <laughs> you so, can't. so that's what my point is. It, I think it's. I think it's a low scoring. No, Dolly Rick. It's going to be a fight. Alabama's shown that they can score some points, but I think Georgia's been showing lately that they can score some points as well. Um, I think that. Well, against, I mean, Ole Miss, they don't have a defense. I think that each team scores over 30 points. I, mm. If I had to guess right now, I would say that game's somewhere around 24 21, three points either way, barring an injury. Yeah, okay. It does feel like the SEC became more of the. Big 12 and the Big 10 has become more the SEC. It seems like the Big oh, 10 no, is no, more. No. Yeah, I mean, I've been watching. <laughs> boy, those Iowa games. Look at those. Sorry. Listen, they, they, they did. What kind of beer are you drinking? They did, they did hit the over last well, week on that 29 point uh, look, over. Look at the score of the Michigan Penn State game. Look at the score of the Ohio State Penn State game. And then look at the scores from the premier SEC teams. I mean, Tell me I'm wrong. I, I think the common denominator there is Penn State, and when they play in a big game, they lose. <laughs> like, like, but they, but all of them that they played in the last three years, except for the whiteout in uh, 2017. When who did they beat again? I can't remember. I think it was Ohio State. I think yeah. it was. <laughs> but Michigan. How's Syracuse doing? Michigan. Almost pulled out. What's baby? Michigan, Michigan does not let people score points at all. I think that no. defensively, they're going to be strong going into a national championship game, for sure. But we're, I, I do think that oh, Penn State man, exposed something out of Michigan State is that um, you know if you've got to run the ball that many times in a row, and don't get me wrong, if the I don't formula, think they needed to. If the formula worked well, what, what Penn State did was they attacked the pass and abandoned the run. You have any passing attempts in that game? But don't get me wrong, you, you control the clock, and Penn State ultimately couldn't stop him on the run. So uh, as soon as uh, Michigan put an extra offensive lineman in that game, they started bulldozing Penn State. Again, I'm going to go back to coaching. James Franklin made zero adjustments in that game to stop the run. I blame the love you, man. <laughs> But I, so I just I just don't understand when you're a, a highly touted coach and you don't make the adjustments. That adjustment happened halfway through the second quarter. Penn, uh, Penn State lost the game at that point going forward. No adjustments made. All I'm saying is the common denominator. What you just said on, on the comparison to the SEC. Uh, I'm I'm not. Uh, here's your point, and I can't find it. That's all I'm saying. Hey hey, you know you know we'll get in the hey right here, <laughs> right here. Hey, you. you. You you can never make that argument until you get in the playoffs and like win a national championship. I'm sorry. So Georgia gave up 41 points last year. There's my point. Yeah, but still in the playoffs. Yeah, but moving on. All right. Yeah, it's a mute point. We're we're on Michigan. Let's talk about the games this weekend. Okay, we're gonna (laughs) skip ahead. So number two, Michigan plays Maryland. This is a game that Michigan is going to Maryland to play. Um, Maryland has a decent offense, not that good of a defense. Pretty good well, quarterback. Pretty good quarterback. Uh, this is a game that if there's going to be an upset for Michigan, it's going to be this one. Um, Ohio State wouldn't be an upset because they're pretty much evenly matched. But does anyone think that there's a potential for an upset in this game? No. This game will be close at halftime, and that's it. Close that's at about halftime. How good. That's It'll it. be close at halftime. Maryland can keep a game close. And then Blake Corum will show him what, Unless what Tago Bailoa has the game of his life, which he could, but and that would only keep it close. He would need to have the game of his life, obviously. Yeah, he's going to need like 435 <laughs> yards and five touchdowns. But he hasn't been shown to be able to do that either. And Michigan hasn't shown that they're going to give that up. Michigan rolls over everybody. Yep. Michigan hasn't shown they're going to let someone score, score more than 10 or 15 yeah. or 10 points at best. So 
We're going to scratch that off of the upset list then. Yep. Right. Gone. Louisville, number nine, goes to Miami. Why are we not talking about Louisville being a top ten team? Okay. Why, why would we? I mean, why would we? Because they're, they're nine a, and one. They're, they're top ten one. team. When was the last time they were a top they're ten team? They're playing in the ACC. They, they haven't played anybody. I'll, t- I'll tell you what I'm going to do here. I'm going to put a beer on Miami beating Louisville. I agree that they're going to beat them. I'm not going to bet you a beer, but I'll take that beer. Miami, <laughs> yeah. Miami hung well. All Can I get? Can I get one tonight? Uh, by, by the way, uh, I, I think that the referees favored Clemson. I'm just going to toss that out there. Just a smidgy smidge, okay? I'm not going to say there's any conspiracy theory going on, but... You're all about conspiracy theories tonight. I'm, uh, oh, I'm we need to saying, talk after the show. <laughs> uh, Miami, uh, I, I think Miami, their two losses so far, the Georgia Tech debacle, which was a coaching issue, and then last week, which... Florida State beat them yeah. barely. Yeah, it wasn't that Emory Williams. Was there there was a safety in that game. The quarterback was in the end zone, and they called, and they it, called back. it back all the way to the two-yard line. Yep. The quarterback was still running backwards. That's not forward progress. That's backwards progress chosen by the quarterback. Oh, and by the way, they lost to the Tar Heels, too. Just yeah, FYI. And, oh, that's and so <laughs> Emory Williams last week was passing not even 30%. That dude broke his arm in the last play of the game, or second, or like last ten minutes of the game. Terrible, terrible kid. Man. Terrible, terrible. I feel so terrible. Terrible, terrible. But Miami All is Miami will be going in there with their original star no, for the beginning of the season. Miami. No, I'm saying Miami will be playing with their yeah. Louisville's going to Miami, but Miami's gonna be playing with their original starter, Van. Van Dyke or Van Dickler or something. Van Dyke. What the hell is his name? I can't Van remember. Van Dyke. Dick Van Dyke is Dick his Van name. Di- no, yeah. it's not Van Dickle. Did you say Van Dickle? <laughs> you used to have a show back in the I'm 60s. just making yeah, shit yeah, up yeah. at this point. He's doing really well for George him. Van Dickle. What? I, I think it's the Cardinals. They're 12th in defense nationally. But they haven't played anybody. Again, I mean, they almost. Uh, who did they lose to? Pittsburgh? Is that who they lost to? Yeah. Yes. I mean, are you kidding me? Pittsburgh's terrible. Pittsburgh's terrible. And granted, they it, beat it Notre was, Dame. And, and and the week after, they lost to Pittsburgh. For <laughs> yeah, Syracuse beat Pittsburgh. You got to pick up on um, Syracuse. Syracuse beat Pittsburgh 28 13 last week. So, uh, so I think we're split on whether this is going to be an upset or not. I it's agree a, that the upset's right. going to be an upset. I think Miami takes it. All 10,000 of those fans are going to be going crazy. Van Dyke is back. They're going to be, they're, back all 10,000 fans are going to rush the field, okay? Because that's about how many people are going to show up in that game. Number 16, Utah. Number 19, Arizona. I'm not really sure with this game. Probably an even matchup. Arizona's been playing good. Utah. You, Arizona has you know, not been playing good. They actually, uh, I mean, if you look at the Arizona losses, uh, they've been close in every single loss they've had. And they barely beat Colorado. I mean, I'm, okay. I'm hey, Colorado is a team. Colorado has a good offense. <laughs> they, they have a good offense. They do. They Utah, just don't have a defense. Utah played hard as snot against Washington this past weekend. Hard as snot hard. Yeah, so who wins this game? When it's a booger. Who, Utah. who wins this game? Utah. Then? Utah wins this game. I'll just say this. Utah, tough loss last week. They they might be emotionally drained. Uh, Arizona has nothing to lose by losing this game. They have everything to gain by winning this game. Hanger, are you emotionally drained right now? Look at him. 100%, yeah, for sure. By the way, I mean, if we're talking about, I just got to go back for unexpected. I'm at the gym Saturday. You got a lot of unexpected You didn't go to the gym. I went to the gym. He said gin. Yeah, Yeah, well, I went to the gym Saturday. I saw this guy. His name rhymes with Manger. And I got to tell you, I think I know who taught Phil Mickelson how to do his calf workout, if you know what I mean. His name is Hanger. Like no hats? Chopper. Uh, chopper, chopper. Me, the chopper. The chopper. It, it rhymes with mopper. <laughs> Whopper. <laughs> Stopper. Yeah. All right. Same so, yeah. so let's get into a real game that's actually going to be played. Then. Is that good or bad? Let's talk about the number five Washington Huskies versus number twelve Oregon State. Okay. Somebody already mentioned that this is going to be an upset. I don't know Potential. who it was. Yeah. Potential. Here comes a rooster. No, that's not him. But Washington. Rebel. Has not exactly been blowing out me. their opponents. I just said it. was it. Rebel. We agreed. Mm-hmm. But it was Rebel me that brought in. it up. And Rebel then... like blew the door. He's like, Beavers, are you hating on me tonight? Yes. <laughs> we need to talk after this? Okay. Yes, about conspiracy oh, Again, uh, I've been 
anyways. I can see that as an upset. I, I will say that uh, to, to uh, your point, that, they, that Washington has not been handily beating anybody. They've been a touchdown, maybe eight or nine points ahead of everybody. But they've been sufficiently doing the right thing every game, and they win. I they mean, found a way. Against tough opponents. Yeah. When, I mean, you, you look so at that. Uh, been that October. The Oregon game came down to inches, you know. So, uh, yeah. I, I honestly believe those are probably either one of those teams I would vote for to be in the top four. Oregon, a lot of people think Oregon Washington. is a better team, even though they lost. Yeah. We'll find out again in two weeks. Yeah, yep. play them again. Yep. Oregon, That's true. Oregon State has a chance to upset Washington if their defense shows up. Because that is... In the Pac-12 this year, nobody plays defense. No, that's, that's DJ needs to use his legs as well as his arm yep. to beat or uh, to all, beat. All, all I'll say is, to your point, I haven't seen Washington's defense show up either. So not what I do against. You're, you're talking about maybe they did against Utah. A, a, a turnover or two, either way. Uh, it seems like they show up when they need to. I agree with that. You know, with that. but I do think Beavers could win. I don't think. I mean, Beavers, Beavers always win, unfortunately. I don't think that the Beavers we always give win. it to the Beavers. Yeah. The Huskies tear In the that end, Beaver. That's where your money goes. The, the, no. the Huskies <laughs> eat that Beaver out. Okay. Whoa! Oh, oh, that's aggressive. We're being a little more sell over here on this side of the Beavers. <laughs> they do. Let's they, move on. We got to move they on. They tear that Beaver up. <laughs> Moving on. Moving on. Wow, eat the beaver. Wow. Let's talk about that game. Right. Yeah, let's move on. Next question. Number one, Georgia versus number... We ain't talking about the cleavers here. Number one, number one, Georgia at number 21. Hey, hey what rankings are you using, Tennessee. by the way? Uh, just whatever comes out uh, Apparently the AP poll. Well, Because not the college football playoff polls. I haven't seen them this evening, though. I haven't been looking because I've been preparing. Ohio for State's been number one for two weeks, buddy. All right. I don't know why, but why? Number two, clearly. <laughs> number two, Georgia versus number 21. 23, Tennessee, then we'll say. We're just going to make stuff up at this point. Right. So, Tennessee was embarrassed last week. Do you think that Josh Hoople has this team ready to go? Josh Hoople. What did I say? Hoople. Sorry. <laughs> I read and then I go, okay? Cuckoo ka Austin Pay. <laughs> do you think that do you think that Tennessee is ready to go for this game? It's gonna be a home game? No. Rebel. No, I, I it, with what you saw last week, I think you've got a lot of key players that have quit. That they, they this season has under has they they've underachieved this season. They and they had, quit? They, they've had aspirations of national championships, and they just have underperformed. And I think at this point, you've got some key people now who are in protection mode, who really don't have much to play for anymore, take care of themselves, get out of the season, and get on to the league, unfortunately. Because coming off of last season, there was a lot of high hopes in, in Knoxville, but I just don't think they've got – they can do anything with them this week. Not so fast. No, yeah. oh, not oh. so fast. Yes. If you're going to you got to say it really in a confused manner. Uh, anyways, uh, Neyland Stadium, Georgia number one's coming to town. Tons of hype going on. That's their last chance to showcase themselves, in my opinion. Georgia 38, Tennessee 21. <laughs> See? That's exactly. So that's their highlight is they score 21 points. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 you know, typical typical so Neyland right Stadium here. hype. It's going to be, I mean, all the energy, 105,000 fans uh, going crazy. In the end, the better team wins and the better team is Typical great. Georgia. Not so fast. T- yeah, that's barely a not so fast what you just said. Yeah, not so fast. That's pretty fast. I was, I, uh, there was some irony there. That's where we're going you know, a little bit. That, that, that's part of my shtick. Okay, uh, gotcha. Iron Bowl, that's not until the next Georgia weekend. is due for a loss. All right. Get that loss <laughs> this weekend against the Tennessee Volunteers. Chopper. Bring yes. it. Bring it. When yes, they plan on back. When they plan I've heard this now for four straight weeks. Tennessee is not. I, I'm, <laughs> like, I'm, I'm, going, I'm going with it until I'm right. <laughs> At least you own it. At least I'm you own it. I'm going with it until I'm right. Okay. Georgia will not make the playoffs here. They're going to have two losses to Tennessee and to Alabama. Not making the playoffs. I know a lot of people that take you up on that bet if you want to make it. Hey, uh, <laughs> did you want my opinion? Yeah. Who gives a crap about this game? This game. It doesn't matter. Well, Georgia's already in the SEC. Exactly. Junior, so. It don't matter. It so, does matter because Tennessee cannot play like that two weeks in a row. 
and won't play like that two weeks in a row. Why? They've already played like that two no, weeks in a row this Milton? season. Yeah, they Milton. Won't. They won't. I'm telling you. They're not going to play like that they did last week. I guarantee it. They're going to yeah. come back and yeah. they're going to play oh, a little we have better. a guarantee. We have a guarantee. Guarantee. Does that include free I guarantee I if you take a dump in a box and you open it up, you're going to have a box of crap. Something like that. <laughs> About a butcher. <laughs> Never mind. Let's move on. If you yeah. put your head in a butcher's <laughs> butt. <laughs> All right. What the fuck? What the fuck? What the fuck? <clears throat> Ripper. No, wait. I'm not going to talk to you anymore. You're kind Rebel. Of- what the fuck? Mine's kind of sort of what the fuck, but I got to get my shout out, so I'm going to kind of use it now since it's the most inopportune time. What the fuck? Game day. Going to Harrisburg, Virginia. Boom. James Madison at State. The number 18. What I do after I eat Taco Bell, take a Duke, is playing my Mountaineers, right? And they're 10 point dogs. App State goes up there, pulls off the shocker, wow. beats them. I was wins I was out two, wins out two, saves their coach's job, wins there the East, go. goes to the Sunbelt Championship game. What there the fuck? What the fuck, Ripper? Deshaun Watson. Uh, I'm not no, 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 no. I'm not talking to you. I'm talking to the microphone. <laughs> Second half, Deshaun Watson, 14 for 14. Where have you been the rest of the year? You got a rubbing tub. Deshaun Watson, what the fuck? If that's what it takes, hey. <laughs> I'll do it. Chief, what the fuck, Chief? Well, we didn't talk about this game, so I'm going to take my turn and talk about it. It's a highly likely upset. UNC's rolling into Clemson this weekend. Tigers are favored by 10. Drake May. Didn't look good. He threw one touchdown, one interception. Number one pick Duke, next year. Against Duke. Uh, Tar Heel defense has given up 41% of uh, all passes. I I just I think Clemson is going to score the upset. Clemson's going to beat UNC? Yeah, and it's, okay. it's at Death Valley. What that, the fuck? UNC? Even against his own team, what the fuck? He pays him a lot long. of tuition money. <laughs> Rooster! Yeah. Rooster, what the fuck, Rooster? You know, I've I'm, been I'm, I'm battling back and forth about the what the fuck moment. It sure oh, as hell is not going to be Georgia losing to Tennessee, okay? Next week it will be. Syracuse winning? Next no, week it will be. There, there's some what debate the there, but that sure as hell is not a uh, uh, what the fuck moment. Uh, oh, again, uh, so I, I, I think my what the fuck moment really is, uh, and we've already discussed it a little bit, it was all the hype with Colorado at the beginning of the season. I think we all knew... They were going to be a pile of dog poop by the end of the season. We all knew that. And they are. Okay? Yeah, so they beat, one, they beat yeah. one team, which was TCU, which lost, I don't know, 18 of their starters last year. i got to tell you, I think everybody actually wanted to see TCU beat them just to stop the hype. What the fuck? What, what the, the fuck? fuck? Chopper, what the fuck? All right, yeah, you're okay. not going to like my what the fuck, Hanger. Okay, Uh-oh. go. But wow. what the fuck, Florida Gators. You are 5-2. and two. After you beat the game, chickens, and now you might not even make a bowl. What the, what the fuck? fuck? I think what I said the they fuck? wouldn't win another game, and he got upset with me. <laughs> Did he get you off, too? So that, that plays right into my what the fuck, <laughs> which is every Facebook group I'm in for the Florida Gators will be like Gator Nation. Is that like 13? All we talk is Florida Gators, and everybody's on there, and all they do is talk yeah, shit. It's, it's like 10 guys that just talk shit about the Gators <laughs> the entire time, and I'm like, what the fuck? I'm, I'm, I'm Calling you out, other Florida Gator <laughs> Facebook group people. Hey, we, we just had a last call. Let's move Next on. Next season's our season. <laughs> what the fuck? C-130. I got C-130. What C-130. the fuck? I got a what if, uh, uh, how does Dabo let DJ Ugalele go to Oregon State who beats Washington this weekend? Talk about what the fuck. It's going to just throw everything oh, into chaos. Ain't, ain't club chaos. Last call. Last call. Shout out to a veteran, your favorite veteran. Ripper, go. I got two of them sitting right here. Chief Rooster. Love you, brothers. Cheers. 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 All right. Rooster, your favorite veteran, man. Give me a shout My favorite veteran. I also have two of them. Number one is my grandfather. He served in the Korean War. Uh, He is a uh, Purple Heart. 
and uh, God rest his soul, uh, passed in 1999. Uh, and my second one was my uh, second battalion commander. He was a great mentor for me, Colonel George Aiken. Uh, he was a, uh, taught me a lot of things as a young lieutenant and probably molded me on a lot of things. So, uh, you know, I think a lot of people talk about how bad the military is, but what they miss is the, the camaraderie, the leadership, uh, the people that actually reach down and help, and it helps a lot of people out. So, uh, not just the Army, all, 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 all forces. Um, Yes, the Air Force is included in that chief. Uh, so, but, but, it's, but I've seen it, and uh, there, there's a lot of people that were probably nothing and became something because they served in the United States military. There you go. Shout out, veteran. All right. So my grandfather, uh, World War II, Navy, uh, spent time there. So uh, that's my favorite veteran. Thank nice. Yeah. Shopper, give me uh, a veteran. My dad. Yeah. Good guy. Yep. 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 And, you, and you probably can't talk more than that. No. All right. Give me your give me your favorite veteran. Shout out to a veteran. Come on. My father-in-law fought in World War II in the Pacific and the Korean War in the Marine Corps. And my father, uh, who was in the United States Army, both enlisted and an officer. And you follow the footsteps. He sounds awesome. Well, Air Force though. Rebel. <laughs> Every male in my family for three generations, with the exception of being me, because I had the opportunity to play collegiate football is the only reason. I was in line to be a Marine pilot. That's what I wanted to do. Number oh, nice. 49? I had the opportunity to go play collegiate football, so here I am. But every male in my family for three generations served in the military. So. That's awesome. Absolutely. Cool. And I'll, I'll give a shout out to all the veterans that are sitting at this table right here. We also have one other veteran, the dude, Kevin, who was the uh, original founder of the show as well. Give a shout out to him. And then we probably have we probably have a hundred and probably a couple hundred veterans on the thousands. Facebook group Thou as well. Thousands. 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 One million. One million. They participate in the Facebook group. I love it. And thank you all for serving our country. Thank you all for being here for us. And uh, keep on coming back and listening to more guys at the bar talking. Sports. Sports. Sports.